0: Well, good morning, everybody. Go ahead and make your way in here and have a seat, if you will. We are a visiting bunch, and I love that. Make each other welcome. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be what? Glad in it. What a joy that we can be in God's house, that we can be with God's family, we can be with one another. Uh, It's a crazy time right now, we all know that. COVID is kind of going crazy again, and we have a lot of people distancing, and we hope that you're joining us online. But we're thankful also for you all that are here with us. Um, As crazy as it is, you can imagine how crazy it's been for a, a music artist who makes his living doing concerts and leading worship in churches, and over the last year and a half, it's been pretty difficult with churches not open and different things. Um, and I'm just so thankful for my friend Michael O'Brien. Uh, Michael is—he has one of the best voices in Christian music, which is wonderful. I love that about him. I'm a singer, and I appreciate great singers. But what I love and appreciate about Michael more than his voice is his relationship with Jesus and his heart, his marriage. The things that matter most are what matter to Michael. And I've watched him. Uh, I'll never forget growing up as a as a young singer. And every time somebody would come on the radio, that's all we had back then. There was no Spotify, none of that stuff. But if if there was a great singer that came on the radio and made you go, ooh, that guy, you know, he was definitely one of those guys for me. Great songwriter. Uh, He spent a lot of years, I think he has eight solo albums out, Um, so he's been doing this for a long, long time. God has been very good to him, and uh, he has been faithful to the Lord. Uh, I just, Michael, we're so grateful that you're with us today, bro. And we appreciate your time, man. Uh, Michael has led all over the world. He's led with great leaders. He leads at the Cove, Billy Graham uh, Association, all the time. He, uh, he was in the area this weekend for a conference in Conway, and we were so glad that he could also come down and be with us this morning. Uh, I, I want to pray for us. I want to just remind you, he does have some CDs and some product back there in the back. He'll tell us more about those in a little bit. Uh, but I just want to tell you, so we finished our Acts series last Sunday. We're going into a new series next Sunday called Multiply. And we were sort of had this little spot. Michael was already scheduled to lead worship with us. And I just said, hey, man, I think it's a good day for us just to worship. Since we're between series, why don't you just take the whole service and worship and just lead us to worship, sing over us. Let this be a time of just us entering into the... Uh, presence of the Lord, and you sharing with us your heart, your story, and your music. And so I'm excited that today Michael's going to share through the whole service, but I want to pray for us and pray for him, and uh, just just prepare your heart to be a time of worship and enjoy what God wants to say to us and do in us, okay? Would you pray with me this morning? Father, thank you so much for another day of life. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for another day of life, another day where your mercies are new in our lives. God, thank you for breath in our lungs, and thank you for the privilege and opportunity to be with your people. God, I I pray that you would uh, be with our partners and our family here who are not with us. Maybe they're sick, maybe they're distancing, maybe they're out of town, whatever the case may be. Be with them, help them to know that they are loved and missed, and we look forward to being with them again. God, thank you for the people who are here. I pray that you would minister to us through Michael's testimony, through his heart, through the words and songs that he sings over us. And Lord, I pray that we are engaged to be in your presence, that we would just enjoy this time with you, that you would do something in us that really only music does, moves in us in ways that brings your word into our spirit, into our hearts, and teaches us and breaks us down at times and encourages us and lifts us up And I'm so grateful for the ministry of Michael O'Brien. Thank you for Heidi, his wife. Thank you for his kids. Thank you, Lord, for for all the the plans that you have for him. We pray over him blessing and pray, God, that you would go with him even from this day and continue to increase his territory and bless him, Lord. Father, we love you so much. We worship you today and we give you all glory for what you're going to do. And we pray it in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Would you stand with me as we sing together about the lion and the lamb. Thank you, Lord.
2: Thank you, Lord. Sing it out together. Here we go. It's coming on the clouds, kings and kingdoms will bow down. And if the chain will break, His broken hearts declare His praise. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Sing it out! Come on! Our God, mighty Lord, He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee bow before Him. Come on! Sin of the world, His blood breaks the chains, and every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. And every knee will bow before Him. Oh, oh, every knee will bow to so open up the gate. We before the King of Kings. Make way. Our God who comes to save. It's here to set the captives Who can stop the Lord? All? come on, South City, sing it out, come on. For oh, the lion and the lamb, if the knee will bow before Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Sing it out. Who can stop the Lord? Who can stop the Lord? Let me sing it to you, Lord, yeah. Who stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? One more time, come on! Who can stop? The Lord? Who can stop Sin of the world His blood breaks and and Every knee will bow before the light and the lamp. And every knee will bow before.
1: Your song, so don't be seated. Um, It's based off of Ephesians, where it said, Oh, don't sit. Yeah, stand up. (laughs) I I might have said sit down because I'm over 50 and I can't remember. All right. Um, But in Ephesians chapter 2, it says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. And He raised us up with Him, seated with him in the heavenly places in christ jesus and this is good news and this song basically talks about this and i'll i'll sing it through and if you know it um hopefully you'll learn it pretty quickly it goes like this what love could we remember
2: no wrongs we have done our mission all know we he counts not their song thrown into a sea without bottom or shore our sins they are many his mercy is more and here's a chorus praise the lord his mercy What patience would wait as we constantly roam What Father so tender is calling us home He welcomes the weakest, the vilest, the poor Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more i His blood was a pain his life was a cost. We stood need the dead we could never afford. That's right. Our sins, they are many. His mercy is more. Sing it out. mercy sins
1: his mercy is more. I know you know this, the next one goes like this.
2: Marvelous grace of our loving Lord. Grace that
3: exceeds
2: our sin and our
3: guilt.
2: Yonder on when the cavalry's mount our there where the blood of the Lamb was spilled. Sing it out. Here we go. When
1: grace you've been saved through faith this is not your own doing it is a gift of God not the result of works, so that no one may boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them And all my brothers and sisters said amen you may be seated you know sometimes when I travel um, you, know, you can get i know drew could probably relate to this you just kind of go from place to place and you, and you sometimes you just kind of go through the motions hey i'm gonna do these songs and then all of a sudden the lord just in a moment like what just happened in my life um, i was just god opened my eyes once again to the body of christ um, brothers and sisters singing together to the King of kings, the Lord of lords, just a sweet spirit. I, it happened to me when I was in a really small church of about 15 people up in Michigan somewhere in the middle of nowhere. I had no idea where I was, but there was just these people who loved Jesus that were just singing, oh, come let us adore him. And it just once again, just overwhelmed by the grace and mercy of God. So thank you for that moment. It was a beautiful moment for me. And, uh, and praying that the Lord will use this morning for his glory. So I'm going to take you back uh, to the 1970s. And uh, for those of you who want to admit that you were even around at that time, I was lost. Um, My dad lived and died an atheist. So I was in a home, a godless home. My mom was really spiritual. She was open to most anything. And uh, I had friends who were Christians that were giving me um, LPs, which are uh, very large circles that you put. I don't know if most people don't even know what those are. Um, But of these albums of Christian artists. Um, There's a guy named Dallas Home. Um, there was a, a really cutting edge group uh, called the Imperials that I was given I was, you know, a couple of those LPs. And then um, there was this singer songwriter uh, by the name of Andre Crouch. And uh, so these songs I listened to, I was drawn to them, but I really didn't know what they were singing about. Then God opened my eyes to the gospel of Jesus Christ in the 1980s, it was 1986 to be exact. And then those songs that I used to listen to came to life. So, if you weren't born, you're going to be introduced to some songs from the old days. If you were and they were around, maybe you know these songs. So, here we go.
2: We're driving the nails in my hands, laughing me where you stand. We're. Saying isn't me, the day will come when you will see. Cause our By Satan's manifested schemes, and you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fears. Don't let the faith just standing in the same but disappear. I send praise, chains that seem to bind you, sir only to remind you the they drop powerless behind you when you praise him. Now Satan is alive and he wants to make us think that we are paupers. When he knows himself, we're children of the King. Yes, Lord. The live up the mighty shield of faith. For the battle must be won. We know that Jesus Christ is risen. So the work's already done. I send praise, Lord. He can work through those who praise and praise. our god and have his praise praise the lord for the chains that seem to bind you the only to remind you they drop powerless behind you when you pray
1: last year I'd been working on a project from 2018 and it took me a year and a half usually takes me about three months to from beginning to end so this took a long time and then I I named it crown him uh, back in 2019 and then I had a great idea of releasing it on April 1st 2020 and I just want you to go back in time and think about what I just said you know right in the middle of a pandemic and it was just you know I did it anyway it was just it was what I had planned And I thought, man, this is just the worst timing. And then somebody came on my Facebook. um, I don't know how you come up to somebody on a Facebook, but they came on my page and said, hey, Michael, I don't know if you know this, but the word crown in Latin is corona. And uh, I I thought, man, that's like God's perfect timing. I mean, just right in the middle of coronavirus, I, I released this project. And so... That song I just did is on there, but this is uh, one my wife wanted me to do. We've been married 32 years. I'll show pictures in just one second, but um, she's just one of the most amazing women. My best friend, we really like each other a lot. We've been, you know, 32 years of marriage, four kids. And uh, so when she tells me, hey, you need to do this song, I I take note and uh, I didn't, I'd heard it. I've heard other artists do it. It's called, Were You There? It's an old Negro spiritual and uh and i started thinking about this song as i was just contemplating even and recording it and just realized that you know if you are in christ then you were there you were there when he was on that cross so i pray this will wash over you in a fresh new way
2: Sometimes it causes me you
1: So y'all don't know this but uh you know he w- drew was talking pastor drew was talking about me and uh but i gotta tell you i'm i'm a big fan of pastor drew and his voice and uh i've had a se- several times of opportunities to sing in the studio with him um i loved the the new song christmas album after i had left you know i was was wondering what they were gonna do and then they got Uh, pastor drew and i was like all right let's see what's going on with this guy and i I was just totally blown away so i'm telling you right now um i i told him he had no choice uh but to to sing with me uh this morning at least on one song and so he's going to come up and we're going to sing together and uh i I just want to say i hope it's okay. It's just, just, I know you know the song, but we won't do it corporately. We'll do it as a, just a, we'll sing it over you, and uh, maybe we'll join in on the last chorus or something, but um, I just love this man's heart. I I didn't really know him as much as, uh, because we've just known each other from a distance, but we've, you know, talked several times, but last night I got to hear his heart, and uh, you all are very, very blessed to have a man who loves the word of God like Pastor Drew does, and to be able to speak into your life. So we thought we'd do this one together.
2: So teach my song to rise to you (laughs) When temptation comes my way Lord.
1: and can sing that's just that's a double that's a double power I don't know by the grace of God sorry I'm getting my band together right here
2: Side. Rich wounds visible above And beauty glorified No angel in the sky Can fully bear that sight But down with his burning night mystery so bright yeah. I'm with many crowns and live upon his
3: throne. I count
2: the heavenly anthem around, my music but it's all. I wake my soul and sing of hymn of God's. for the match this King through all eternity, crowning the many crowns, yeah, crowning the Lord of peace, whose power scepter set to sway, from pole to pole that wars may cease, Absorbed in prayer and praise His rain shine on the wind and round his kissing feet Fair flowers of pear and ice extend fragrance ever sweet Yeah, ever sweet Crown with
3: many cross And then upon
2: and sing, of people who died for me. And heaven matches king through all eternity. Crowning the many gara. Crowning the Lord of years, potentate of time. The creator of the world and fears, and never be sublime. So my hey, Redeemer has begun for me. Grace shall never, never fail. Through all eternity.
1: tell you, um, I'm going to, when I was uh, lost, like really lost, I was living in Miami, Florida, and uh, I was in, well, at the time before that, I was in Lafayette, Louisiana doing drugs and alcohol, and then I thought, well, man, I need to get out of that life, and so I moved from there to Miami, and y'all, y'all know that's not cool, that wasn't good, uh, it's was just a bad place, and uh, well, the good people there, but it's just, there's a lot of drugs and stuff, so I just ended up going back to the very thing I was trying to get out of and uh and then i almost lost my life a couple times so i ran it was right down from the street that um, i lived off of it's called wayside baptist church it was a sunday night service i knew they had sunday night service there i'd never been there before sat in the very back row and basically the long story short is the spirit of god convicted my heart and i knew i needed to surrender my heart to christ and so the whole church kind of came over to me, because I'd asked a public question of, you know, how do you get out of life, you know, of sin, and, and the pastor just, you know, knew what was going on, so the next day, I went back to the singles pastor, really cool guy, and he goes, well, hey, Michael, this is so exciting. What, what, um, what do you do for a living? And uh, at that point, true story, I was the bar manager of a place called Cafe Flamingo, great name for, I guess, a you know being in miami and then i was playing in a piano bar and man this poor guy i mean i don't know if he'd ever come up against somebody like me before or not but his eyes just got wide and he's like oh dude man bro you're gonna have to quit i mean he just flat out told me what i needed to hear and for some strange reason i was still kind of hey hey you know this is how i make my living and justifying, and I, I literally left that meeting, never went back to the church. And then shortly after that, um, my boss called me on the phone just a random night and just said, yeah, man, don't come in. We don't need you anymore. I was the bar manager. There's no good reason why he even fired me. He didn't have a good reason. He just said, don't, don't come in anymore. And this is, looking back, I think God fired me because I didn't have the courage to walk away. And uh so, you know, I'm playing, still playing in the piano bar, and then uh, the Holy Spirit got a hold of me there, and I ended up being a waiter again for a while. But you know what I did? I took some of those songs I used to play in the bars, and um, I redeemed them a little bit. I know that you might not be excited about this idea of, you know, me taking songs from the world, and, but I'm gonna do them anyway, all right? So, this is uh, my redeem medley, so.
2: Sing us a song, you're the piano man, sing us a song tonight, for we're in the mood, for melody, and we know you'll sing about Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to stop and thank you, Jesus. I just want to stop and thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Uh How sweet To be loved by, how sweet it is to be loved by you.
1: This is Michael McDonald.
3: And And the carol.
2: If you call on Jesus as your savior, then I'm no brother, you got hope. I said I'm taking it to the street, taking it to the street, taking it to the street, taking it to the street. Lord, you can have my heart, my ink and a heart. And you're the one I'm gonna choose Cause if you take my heart, my achy baby heart I know you'll make it brand new I wanna tell you about someone I know His name is Jesus and I love him so Without him I got no place to go The king of my heart and soul, yeah. Come on, Jesus, can you hear my voice? It's because of you that I rejoice. With you, I know I made the right choice. Oh, can I clap my hands, make a mighty noise? Hey, hey, yeah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: always hurts just a little bit um one other like fun little thing I'll do and then I'll get more serious here but um I love Chick-fil-a does does anybody love Chick-fil-a like I love Chick-fil-a great great place to eat I used to work there back in the 80s I still eat there that's a testimony right there isn't it still eating their food and uh, I was doing this they call it the, the great date night with Chick-fil-a it was for couples and Bubba Kathy Dan Kathy were going to be there and so they invited me and asked me to sing this song they sent the song to me and I, I totally got it But I said, hey, is it possible that I could, you know, rewrite the lyric, because I love doing that, and kind of do it from, like, the cow's perspective. Like, what what does the cow want to say to the people? And, you know, they're just so accommodating. They're like, yeah, man, go ahead and do it. So it's kind of my brain works a little ways like this. So here we go.
2: I need your help, the time is now. please understand oh, I'm just a cow, I ain't proud, I got to save my life somehow We gotta eat my chicken to so my heart can keep a ticking I'm staying alive, staying alive We gotta eat my chicken to so my heart can keep a ticking I'm staying alive,
0: staying alive
2: Sing, oh!
1: Sorry, no more foolishness. That was kind of weird, all right. Um, Some people ask me why I have lyrics up here and stuff because um, I recently turned 50 about six years ago, and let me tell you about that. When you turn 50, can I get a witness in the house? Uh, It happens like when you're talking to somebody, and this just recently happened to me, like I know what a ladder is, you know, it's the thing you climb up stuff. So I could see the ladder, I I could describe the ladder, But the word ladder never enters my brain. Does anybody, can anybody relate to this? Okay, most people probably over 50. So anyway, I have these here um, just in case my brain explodes. And uh, so, hey, I um, want to show you some pictures of my family. My wife and I, I think I mentioned her a little while ago, 32 years. Her name's Sandra Heidi Ann. We call her Heidi. Um, The next one is my daughter and her Husband, Trey, that's Megan. And uh, I am a grandfather, so I have to do this, sorry. My uh, granddaughter, Kaylin, um that was three days ago. And uh, then my, my grandson, Cade, um, just happened like three months ago. Uh, there's another one of Cade, because he deserves a double shot, because he just was born this year. And, uh, and then we have my oldest son, Mikey Jr. with his wife, Sarah no kids yet, waiting. he been married three or four years. Then my son Joseph, um, he um, just signed uh, with Goatee Records, uh, Toby Max label. He's got a new single out. He's going to do, you know, Christian music. That's what he wants to do. Um, Lord help him as he maneuvers through that world. And uh, he's single. He's looking, I, I, he would kill me, but he's looking for you know, godly girl, I don't know, all right, and then finally, my last boy is Timmy, he's always wearing a hat, so that's why I chose that one, Timmy's also a musician, um, both of their stuff is on Spotify, but, um, he is also just an amazing tennis player and a videographer, so, uh, that's the fam, and I love them, and, uh, I'll get to see a lot of them next week when I go back to Lynchburg, so, um, so Christmas, typically people get very angry about doing Christmas songs during non-Christmas season, and I get it, I totally get it. But I felt like I needed to do this one because um, the guy who wrote it, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, actually was a friend of mine. I went to uh, a church where he was a member, and uh, I got to meet him, got to hang out with him, spend a couple of years with him, and uh, he's just a, he's, his name was Hugh Martin. He wrote the song for Meet Me in St. Louis, And uh, it was a musical. But when he first wrote it, it was very sad. First line, I'll just give it to you. have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be your last. So not really a cheery song. Most, you know, So they're like, no, you got to make it happy. So he made it happy, and it is what it is today, except there was one line he put in there they didn't want him to put in there. And it was, he put, should the Lord allow. They didn't want any reference to God, even back in the 1940s. And so they changed it to, if the fates allow. That's how everybody knows the song. So I was a New Song, Christmas Shoes, did the album, put it on the original way Hugh wanted, and then he contacted me about five years later, sent me a new version of the song that he uh, really, I, I guess what was happening in his life is that he really was falling in love with Jesus because he'd just kind of gone through the motions all those years, and he's like, hey, Michael, I want you to, to record this song. So he sent it to me, and I absolutely loved it because it's all Christ-centered. And uh, so I thought I'd do it for you that's okay. Have
2: yourself a blessed little Christmas. Christ the King is born. Let your voices ring upon this happy Yourself a blessed little Christmas, serenade the earth. Tell the world we celebrate the Savior's birth. for all to the end of all Make the music
1: want to share something with y'all. Oh, wow. Sorry about that. That was my fault. It was a band. Um, um, You know, there's a lot, 67% of people who go to church on a weekend, week out basis, and I probably could even add the people who are online. um, And I know this is just a statistic that was done over the last five years, but 67% of people do not believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one gets to the Father except through him now i just want to remind you that these are not these are jesus's words he says i'm the way the truth and life no one gets to the father except through me the exclusivity of the gospel of jesus christ you can't fight it it's all in the word and what happens is i think especially in our culture today is that we are trying to pick and choose scriptures out of the Bible that make us feel comfortable, and then we want to discard the ones that make us feel discomfort. And here I'll give you a great example of one that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. And this is also Jesus speaking. He says, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword, to turn a mother against a daughter, a father against a son, a mother in law against a daughter in law. And the list goes. You see, in America, that seems a bit extreme, because I grew up in a family where blood was the most important thing. It's the most. It's like he's the blood of family, That's my blood right there. Let me tell you something. That's much more powerful than the blood of family. It's the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ how it joins us together as the family of God. That means if you have family members who reject God or um, who've gone their own way, you know, the Bible says many choose the road that leads to destruction. Very few find the road that leads to eternal life. Uh, there's, There's a scripture in Philippians chapter two that always ministers to me every time I come across it. And it's this one. It says, Our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human appearance, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to death. Even death on a cross, here's the best part. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow in heaven and on earth, and check this out, under the earth, and every tongue would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. If anybody teaches you anything differently, it's not the true gospel of Christ. It's just not. And I know my brother right here, I know he's preaching that. But let me say one more thing about that because there's not a lot of people, not a lot of pastors in our country, and I travel all over and I've been doing this for 27 years and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. All I can tell you is right now, there is a lack of people who are actually preaching out of the word of God. They are finding topics, how to be a better husband, how to be, and and, and all those are beneficial but if you're not preaching the word of God about the gospel of Jesus Christ, then, then you're missing it. You are missing it, and you're not missing it here, and I praise God for that. But it's a very small percentage of people who are actually doing it. And it, it's, it saddens me. I was at a church uh, last week where I said, and I, I quote, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I said, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened right after I said it. I said, marriage is between one man and one woman. That was it. Stood right up and walked right out. Sent me an email a couple days later. We talked about homosexuality. We talked about sexual immorality, period. There's a lot of things that are connected to sexual immorality that separate us from the love of God. By the way, the sexually immoral person will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's what the Word teaches. And, and, they're, and people are like, man, no, Michael, come on, man. You're getting too serious. No, I'm not. This is what the Word teaches. Are we going to just tuck people into hell, make them feel comfortable in their sin if they identify themselves as a, as a Christian and they're living a life that is displeasing to the Lord? No, we, may that never be. Paul says, may it never be. That, we would, that our sin would increase so God's grace would increase. We are set apart from the world to be holy and blame us. That doesn't mean we don't sin, y'all. I understand about that. We're going we're gonna to let, but we have to be quick to repent, amen? Quick to repent. So I, the reason I say that is because I, I heard a song some years ago, and uh, it was with, with New Song. We were doing a, a project, and this song came across our table, and usually we, we write our own songs, um, but this one, when I listened to it that first time, I said, man, that's, that's, that's my song. I, I, I told Eddie, I said, I, I gotta sing that. Yeah, you don't typically tell Eddie what you're gonna sing, but that particular one, I said, I, that's, my, that's my testimony. And so as I sing it this morning, examine your heart to see if you're actually truly in Christ. And I don't say that flippantly, I just ask you to ask that question. Am I truly in Christ? Am I embracing what the word truly teaches about Jesus being the only way? Because you are the source
2: of life. I can't be left behind no one else gonna do I will take hold of you I need you Jesus I need you Jesus my Yours. For life, I need your
3: hand
2: In mine, no one else is gonna do No one else, Jesus I put my trust in I need you, Jesus Come to my rescue, where else can I go?
3: There's no other
2: name by which I am saved
1: with me Sing that one more time with me. Come on, lift your voice. Turn
2: upon me, Jesus. Say, oh, yes, like me. I once was lost, but now
3: I'm down,
2: was blind, but now
3: I see
2: my chains are. Gone.
1: Fanny Crosby, who wrote some beautiful hymns over the years, was blind her entire life. And somebody asked her about her blindness, and I'm paraphrasing, but she said, it seemed intended by the blessed providence of God that I should be blind my entire life. And I thank him for the dispensation. For if I had been given earthly sight, I may have been distracted by the beautiful things around me and not sung hymns to the praise of God. She said, if I I had a choice, I would choose to remain blind for when I die, the first face that I will ever see will be the face of my blessed Savior. Such a beautiful word picture there from somebody who probably had more spiritual sight than than most. I so appreciate um, the opportunity to come to be able to to share a little bit. I am a little bit in distress and I have been um, for a while where where the church is as a whole, um, but I'm also very encouraged um, that there are men of God who are rising up within the church who are drawing lines in the sand and saying, no, we're not going there. And, and uh, I can just tell you as a, as a brother in Christ that my heart has always been, whether I was with New Song or since I've been on my own, I know that God can bring back to life things that are dead and my marriage right in the middle of the new song era when I was traveling 250 days out of a year um, my marriage is on the brink of divorce nobody knew all the secret sins that I had going on I was very good at covering things up And then they all kind of came out in my family, and it was devastating, and it was hard, and it was horrible, and my two favorite words, but God, just showing me the greatness of my sin. And I wish I could tell y'all that it only took weeks, but it took years. It took years to see my sin, to see my ego, to see all the things that I was so desperately trying to accomplish while my family was back home and my wife was trying to raise four kids on her own and I I say that with great sadness in my heart but his word instructed me by the way the word of God is so powerful y'all it helps us it trains us in righteousness and so I would go to the Word, and I'd, I'd have accountability. My wife was, was part of my accountability process. I had men speaking truth into my life, and I had a godly sorrow, the godly sorrow that, that David talks about in Psalm 51 with a contrite heart, contrition. And God brought back to life my marriage. And so people have asked me, well, man, why'd you leave Newsom? Well, I mean, if you if you sat down with me in a, in a room, I, I could tell there, there's several things, but the main one was that I needed to to lay my life down for my family, for my wife, to, to love her as Christ loved the church and make sure that she was spiritually healthy and that I would raise up my kids and that they wouldn't miss me because I would be on the bus and they didn't miss me. They didn't even care. And it was because I didn't care. It was all for the sake of being popular, singing in front of 20,000 people. Drew understands what I'm talking about, and there may be other people in this room that understand. It just doesn't fulfill. It really, truly doesn't fulfill if it's not where God wants you to be. And so I left the group, and I'm so grateful for the mercy of God, for his grace. That's why I love singing about it and telling people that if you're in that place, even in your own marriage, there's hope. There's hope in Christ, true hope. And then... We have this thing we call the Word of God that we get to go to every day of our life to learn it, to live it out so that we can gently and lovingly instruct others if, if you come across somebody who's not in Christ or somebody who claims that they're a Christian but they're, they're not understanding something that the Word teaches. So that means we have to be in the Word. Can I get an amen for that? And finally, I, I, I will just sing this song as a prayer over you. I'm going ask my brother to, to come back up. Um, at the end and I pray that you will embrace the words of this song because this is what Jesus taught his disciples you know it you probably know it by heart but I can tell you I I did I had a prodigal in my family and so um, it was very hard for me to come across the line that says thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven you know why is it that everybody thinks that you know if, if you're alive today that everybody's going to heaven why is that? It's because the alternative is it's, it's too painful to even think that my dad, who lived and died in atheist, is, is separated from God. People don't want to feel that pain, so they, they throw him up in heaven and they say, he's walking around with his favorite dog, and everything's going to be just fine. Many choose the road that leads to destruction. Not my will. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If my kids decide that they're gonna reject God and Christ, though none go with me, I still will follow. As for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. You have to stake that, that claim and say, you know what? I believe you, Lord, you know what's best. You know what's best for my kids. And I trust you with them. I open hands and I give them, I give them to you. They, they were never mine in the first place. I was just given the opportunity to help raise them. But ultimately, God knows best. So I pray this will wash over you in a fresh new way as well. Thank you again for letting me come, brother.
2: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Say our daily bread And forgive us our debts As we forget our debtors And lead us not into temptation But deliver us wrong.
1: God bless y'all. Thank
0: you. Amen. Amen. Michael, thank you, brother. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for sharing not only your music, but your heart and God's word with us. Has it been good to be in God's house today? Amen. Just to have the Worship sung over us, the word spoken over us, and from a heart and life who, who lives it and means it, and yet is not, uh, not perfect. He shared his brokenness and his mistakes, uh, and we all have them. Can I just say this to you real quick before we go? Listen, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, would you come and talk to Michael or me or one of our elders? We would love to share this beautiful love story of Jesus with you. We would love that. So, if you have a question, come talk to us, or if we can pray with you, we would love to do that. Uh, thanks for being with us this morning. I want to remind you: next Sunday is an important day. Yes? I guess so. I'm
4: interrupting you. <laughs> um, from the Hispanic group, and I'm sure from all of you. And if you don't know, today is Brother's birthday. and so uh, we want to pray for him. And I'll ask the brothers to come here, and we have a cake for him and a card. And, um, Smash it in my face and yes, me. yes, we want him, you know, normally in a Hispanic, uh, culture, he has to bite it, you know, and normally you cover all the cake, but, uh, let's stand up and let's sing happy birthday to our pastor. Let's sing it in both languages. You want to sing with us? Happy birthday. I'll sing it in Spanish. Feliz cumpleaños a ti, feliz cumpleaños Pastor Drew, feliz cumpleaños a ti.
5: Ah, queremos este agradecer la vida del Pastor Drew
4: thank you for the live for Pastor Drew.
5: Ah, él ha sido de gran bendición para cada uno de los que estamos acá en este lugar. And great
4: blessing to each one of you who are here.
5: Y que Dios lo siga usando grandemente y este ah, quisiera orar por la vida de él. Quisiero que quisiera que extendiera en sus manos ahí donde estás, lo extiendas para acá.
4: Ajá. And before we pray,
5: uh, Hebrews 13:7 says, remember your leaders
4: who spoke the word of God to you. And so, you know, um, uh, he's always taking care of us. You know, there's some days that we can take care of him, right? Maybe if he's just with a small cake. But yeah, let's all pray. Uh, Let's extend our arms to him. And if you want to congratulate him, you know, uh, we'll do that.
5: Señor Jesús, te damos gracias en esta mañana. Señor, agradecemos por la vida del Pastor Drew, Señor. Señor, gracias por los años que tú le das, Señor. Y por los que le darás, Señor. Señor, él ha sido de gran bendición en nuestras vidas, Señor. Que que tú lo sigas usando de una manera sobrenatural, Señor. Para llevar tu mensaje de salvación, Señor, a cada uno. No solo los que estamos acá, señor, sino los que, estamos, los que están allá afuera también, Take señor.
4: To, to here,
5: Te damos gracias, padre. We give you Todo esto en el nombre God, de tu hijo precioso Jesús. Amen. Amen. Let's give it a hand.
4: You can continue. <laughs>
0: Thank you, that was unexpected. Um, thank you, brother. Hey listen, uh, one last thing before we go. Thank you for doing that, but that uh, means the world to me. Hey, next week is an important beginning for our church. We're gonna begin a conversation, a uh, new series, teaching series called, uh, called Multiply. God has called us to make disciples. We're here today to worship, yes. We're here today to, to hear the word of God, but Jesus didn't just say go to church, right? He said go into all the world and make disciples, baptize them, teach them all the things I've taught you to obey. We have to get serious about this, people. Every one of us being disciple makers and being the disciples that God wants us to be. And we, we're going to tar- start talking about it in a serious way on Sunday. So I hope that you will join us next Sunday and I hope that you have a wonderful week. God bless you, thank you for being here. Oh yeah, CDs are in the back, uh, USB drives with, with Michael's music, and I know he would love to say hello to you, so thank him for being with us today, okay? God bless you guys, have a good Sunday.